Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. To you by Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Falbo Brothers Pizza. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas. Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown Iowa City. And Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Sitting in for Suter, who's at a wedding in Stockton, California. It's Tommy Lang, along with Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. I thought he was in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah that's too. where he is. What did I say? Stockton. Yeah, Sacramento. What's this, Stockton. Like his, this is like his fifth cousin getting married or something like that? I said, I said, yeah, I've never been to a cousin's wedding. I think Suter's family must be a lot closer than mine. Yeah. I've never been to a cousin's wedding. Never been invited to a cousin's wedding. <laughs> I mean, they lived in Colorado and where, and I just, I just. Yeah, you better I, be pretty close if I'm going to your wedding. I've never been to a wedding. So is he really or... close to this cousin or is, I, how close or is it just another reason to, to I leave? <laughs> I have no idea. I think I was invited too. I don't know. This is what a, the important thing is what does Karn think this is a Suter is doing right now? What do you think, Karn? Well, I think he might be having fun. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, or maybe he's sleeping because it's two hours earlier out yeah. there. Yeah, it's only seven. I'll bet you after last night, a lot of people's brackets were busted. Oh, yeah. Gonzaga and Arizona going down. Yeah, it almost <laughs> takes this thing out of a... I mean, Duke won. Yeah, yeah Duke won. Villanova yeah, won. Duke Villanova won. They, they played hard. Arkansas won. That was Arkansas looks pretty good. Yeah, I don't know much about them. They don't shoot well, but they play great defense, and they're very athletic. Who, who, do, who would you give the chance of winning now to? I don't. No idea. I. I mean. I, you have to wait till tonight too. I, I mean, guess. I just don't look at it that. I guess I. You could Duke. I mean, you could say anyone. Duke's got a lot of motion with Coach K, but I have no gut feeling at all. And Karn was silent for a minute. Be real windy. So, uh, how are the baseball and softball games going to go? 
have not given it any thought, Captain. Have it's you? It's gonna be. It's gonna be real windy and cold. Real windy and cold. Didn't you say the high today is forty three? Yeah, in the forties. No, and it's today fifty. Today fifty. Tomorrow is forty three. And then Sunday's forty one. Yeah. Yeah. Those are gonna mm, be baseball best. weather. That's too cold for baseball. So I feel bad for him. Now, when is softballs at three o'clock today? Yeah. And and baseballs at four. Yes. Yeah. It's too bad those the fields aren't right next to each other so they could run back and forth. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep, that would be wild. You'd get a lot of exercise. I'll double check well, on that softball. Well, time. anyway, I don't have much more to say, so I'm going to let you guys sit there and think about what you have to say. All right. Uh, Thank you. All right. So have a good weekend, Karen. Right, we'll see yeah, you. Have Bye. a good weekend. She doesn't call on Saturdays, does she, usually? Oh, no, yeah. She's yeah, usually she first Oh, she calls on Saturdays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just during the week. Uh, no. No. Yeah, I know. Mean, yeah, I'm. I didn't have a comment on moving the softball field. I, and you guys sat there in stone silence. I, oh, what, what do you say? What do you, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's like those silent moments with Southern Justin. It really did feel like that. Okay, what's today's date? The 23rd? No, t- today's the 25th. 25th, okay. Yeah, 3 o'clock. God, the month's almost over. I know. Yes. Almost. Yes. The, Iowa City landfills closed at 11 today. Because of the wind. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I mean, two of the worst things you can have for baseball, wind and, and landfill. cold cold weather. What about the landfill? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's shutting down, so we won't have to worry about it. What if you had the uh, uh, baseball and softball fields next, next to the, to the landfill? Next to the landfill. <laughs> yeah, right next to it. Then you could go back and forth and then take your, your concession stuff and take it to the yeah. landfill. And then yeah. get COPD. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We yeah. haven't had a good landfill fire in a while. Oh, yeah. Well, let's keep it that way. This is at least the third time it's been shut down in the last couple of months, hasn't it? Because I remember you announcing it just a little while ago. Yeah, no, it's been... We've had a lot of wind. Yeah. But I'll take wind over snow. Oh, yeah. Definitely take wind over snow. The wind right now is at 17. What's the temperature right now? Uh, 41. Okay, that ain't bad, but I mean, I just wish it was 10 degrees warmer for these baseball and softball games. I mean, even 50 over there today with wind is going to be uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, by the end of the season, it's going to be 70. It'll be great, and then the season's over. Yeah. You get like those two weeks at the end of the year where it's perfect. Well, you know what Rick's always – Rick would want the season to start a week from now, April 1st. That's oh, what, yeah. That's what these teams in the north would, would like to have happen, but the teams in the south just aren't going to relent. They're not going to do that. No. And that's Central Michigan, right? Yes. I don't know anything about them other than they are the Chippewas. And yeah, well, the legend lives on from the Chippewas on down. That's from the big lake they call Gitchigumi. That's a Gordon Lightfoot in there. Captain's a huge Gordon Lightfoot fan. Oh, yeah, big time. Shoot him. He's got a couple songs. Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the Gales would What's that? Lonesome High? Is it? Carefree Carefree High. That's not bad. And there's another one. But the Edmund Fitzgerald, it's like he's lecturing me. But man, somebody loved it. Yeah, because it was. We had to sing that in first grade music class at Grantwood Elementary. Why? I don't know. Mr. Conifer was just like really big on popular music. Hey, let's sing this song about all these people perishing in the sea. I uh, thought you know what the, the, the well, lake. Not, it the wasn't lake. Fitzgerald. What? What do you mean? You had to sing. The wreck of the Evan Fitzgerald was the song we had to sing in music <laughs> class. It seems a little. In, I think first grade. Didn't it seem a little dark, a little blue. Yeah, well, here's the thing. First grade. I thought it was like the 1800s. It happened like in the 70s. Yeah. It, it must have happened like three years after the before the song was written. Yeah. No, it happened like in the mid or early. What was it? Yeah, it happened in the 70s. I remember it. I yeah, mean, I don't. Yeah, I remember him reporting it on the news. 
It was yeah. It was only like in the last thirty years that I realized like that a, was a seventies thing. I there see. was two disasters: that going down and that song. What about that Karn call? <laughs> Leave Karn alone. But for him, don't Gordon, pick on Karn. That for him, that Gordon Smack liked with that song was a. I mean, it it made him millions. Oh of yeah, dollars. yeah, no. Somebody no. liked it. Uh, a, a ton of people. I'd get that. I'd be on KFMH and. Get that damn request all the time and completely ignore it. Isn't it long though, where you could go and like do your thing in the bathroom? You know, but it's it's that kind of a song that I I wouldn't even dismiss. I wouldn't even play it for that. You'd you rather go sh- to a room with razors, is what you, you said. You'd rather it, show it, yourself than play it. Yes, and many times. Really? Okay. <laughs> many times. When I was at uh, KRUI, we did an '80s show on Friday nights, and the rap show was after us, and we always close with a dirge, just to, like clear the room, sort of. And that was one of the songs we would pick. That or White line when the children cry was always a good oh, one. Oh God! We just end the show on just something to just what's get the everybody dir- to leave. What's the dirge? A dirge is like a really downer. So I oh, I thought he would. Is it? A, is it a name of a song? No, no. It's oh a, no. Dirge is like a t- type of song. Like a oh, I know what. Song. I know. I, okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about a no. band no, that you no, play no. called a dirge. No, because I know what a dirge is. I just didn't. Okay, I, I used to work for a guy. The guy actually used to own a, a Todd Bromelcamp station. And he used to refer to songs as dirges if they were just too low. Yeah, tempo. no, I've heard it. I just thought the way you worded it, I thought Before you were I telling me, okay, there was a band called, because there probably is a band called The Dirge. I'm looking That'd it be up a good now. name, actually. How, I'd like to see The Dirge. And they only play depressing, really. Yes, there is. What kind of music do they play? I mean, gothic uh, rock? Industrial metal. <laughs> industrial metal. Because that can be. That's, sorry. that's angry and depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. play that on the Off the Beaten Track Sunday night. Sludge metal. <laughs> Sludge metal. Sludge metal. What is that? I don't know. Doom metal. <laughs> post metal. That's all? They play all that stuff? I like General yes. Mills metal yeah. way better it's than French post metal. Band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kellogg's metal. Sludge doom metal. <laughs> just, just what I want to listen to. <laughs> you ever want to do an intro song for your show, you can just find some sludge metal. I don't picture the 80s. I, the 80s was more synthesizer and just a lot of crap. By flock of seagulls. and yeah. That's when I think of the 80s. and um, Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there, was, uh, there was like sludge. sludge. I just never, I never heard that stuff. I listened to a lot. I watched a lot of MTV in the late 70s, early 80s. And um, that's where I saw bands. That's where first time I ever heard of you two singing. Um, what's that first song they had? I will follow. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. They were singing it on a barge in a video, and it was the very first time I had ever heard of you two. And I think it was the first album they ever put out, and that was on MTV. They that's when to, they were like really Irish. Yes, and they used to play it all the time, and it was them singing this song going down a barge. And that I'm. When did you two start? Probably seventy nine, eighty. Sometime around then? I would say late late 70s, but I think I Will Follow is from Boy, and that's from 80, isn't it? I think, yeah, that's right about yeah. the time MTV launched on on um, MTV, yeah. I should say. I talked about this on St. Patrick's Day. It's like they're not, they don't feel Irish anymore. I play them like, oh, they're an Irish band. I'll play them. Well, but the early stuff sounds like angry, the troubles, you know, and well, all that. Put the Pogues on if you need to hear that. Yeah. Now it's like uh, Zuropa. Ki- Hell's Kitchen. I know Zuropa's like 20, 30 years Sludge ago. the band. Uh, is uh, Doomsday uh, Metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't get enough Doomsday Metal. <laughs> Are they depressed when there's not Doomsday? <laughs> I guess. They're probably loving this Ukraine yeah. war, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We get some good songs out of that. Oh, I'm sure we probably That boat will. that blew up in the harbor, there'll be some 
you know, Russian version of Gordon Lightfoot writing about it. Did you see the story about the lady with her three kids escaping from yeah. one of the towns and she saw her neighbors, her two dead neighbors there and their son was sitting next to their bodies and she scooped them up and took the son too. So she basically just, in a way, almost adopted this kid on the spot and took him over to Poland. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, because his family was killed. I mean, no relatives. This is what we left. talk about when the Hawkeyes are eliminated before the Sweet 16. What's that? <laughs> this is, we're just going off on this weird topic 15 minutes into the show. Well, the Hawkeyes were eliminated over a week ago. I know. That's, old yeah. news. That's what I'm saying. Is that we, this is <laughs> what we talk about in March. There's not a lot to talk about right now, Hawkeye-related. Not really ready for baseball. I mean, I know Kirk Ferentz had his news conference. Yeah, and we... Um, yeah, I mean, we um, Kirk had his news conference on Wednesday, and it was just like I thought it would be, and he feels completely confident that Brian's ready for the job, and some people don't, and uh, obviously Chuck Long doesn't feel that way. And now we'll see. The thing is, though, both sides want the same result. It's not, not like I had some people reach out, God, when, when did Chuck become such a hater? He's not a hater. I mean, just because you question something doesn't mean you don't want them to succeed. There's so much of this division now to where if you're just not completely locked in that you're the, the, well, the opponent, the enemy. I mean, I get so sick of that. Somebody wrote us, and why you just pick Chuck Long. Seriously, pick Chuck Long as a guest because he's against. Uh, no, we picked him because he's the greatest quarterback in the history of the Iowa yeah. football program, a former quarterback coach, a former offensive coordinator, a former head coach. I know. He lives here TV in the States. Yeah. TV analyst. And he's a no-brainer. And, uh, yeah, I, so, some of the stuff, Joe, I, look, one guy's like, oh, you saw what he did as a head. You got Iowa fans just turning on Chuck Long because yeah. he had the nerve to say that he thinks that they could have done a better job in this hire. And that's, but that doesn't mean he's not against Chuck Long loves Iowa football and he wants Brian to succeed. He just has his doubts and rightfully so that's all it is. But God, this tribalism and just you're well, either with us or you're is. against. Yeah. I get so sick of it. Well, that's what it is. So it's tribal. I know it is. It starts in politics and it seeps over into everything else, sports and, you know, now, but there were most of the people that fed, that responded to our podcast. And man, I'll tell you what, the, couldn't believe the amount of listeners we had just on Hawk Fanatics dashboard, not Anchor or anything. It's one of the most listened ones. We, I mean, less than 24 hours ago, we had 3,000 clicks on that thing, just on the Hawk Fanatic one. That's not Anchor or anything else. Well, and on our, uh, while well, we were, uh, streaming it on YouTube, uh, we had I think seven hundred. So just between that, yeah, we were just right around three thousand when I looked at it this morning, or a little over three thousand yeah. on the Hawkman. So people obviously listen to it, and most of the people that responded agree with Chuck, but they're still Iowa fans and they want it to work, but they have concerns. You can have concerns about something and question a decision, and still be a fan. That's what I don't get with some of these people. I mean, do we have to just completely accept everything? That Kirk does without questioning anything to show our loyalty and our respect for Iowa football? That's I don't ridiculous. Know. I mean, you worship Ferentz and you, you, you have concerns. You've questioned him yeah, before. Well, you love I mean, Ferentz. It, yeah, I, I mean, do. Love that. I do. You're in well, love with him. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but I just... Um, <laughs> are you in love with him? I think Suter might be. <laughs> no, I could see Suter being in love with him. I, oh, yeah. I'm not in Googly love eyes. with him. With <laughs> Is Suter? <laughs> yes. Suter is in love with him? It's a oh, yeah. torrid romance. Kirk's no, in, we're all Kirk's in Sacramento with we, him. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were all questioned. Yes, it's a fair question. Yeah, it's because we haven't seen... I mean, let's face it, the offense has sucked. Yes. It's just sucked. 
Yes, and most people wouldn't be promoted in his circumstances. I mean, it's but, amazing that the defense and special teams kept us, you know, yes. with, with 10. Yes, and it's an awkward situation because most people in Brian's situation wouldn't get promoted under the circumstances, but his dad's the head coach. I get all that stuff, and it may work. And if it works, I guarantee you, Chuck Long will come on the radio two years from now and say, man, I was wrong, this is great. You know, I'm so happy that things are working out and that my alma mater is playing, you know, really good offense again. You know, at least I didn't get any, oh, gee, what's Chuck Long? No, what's he ever done? I didn't get any of that. Oh, God. <laughs> I did not get any of that, you know. Overrated. Yeah, I mean, but it's just, I mean, I, I, I was very interested in hearing from Chuck. And I've had some other former football players reach out to me and say, hey, I agree with Chuck. I don't want to go on the air and say it, but I agree with what he said. And they were like, you know, I'm glad you had Chuck on because his message probably – sends a little stronger than most others because he's Chuck Long. But it has nothing to do with disliking Iowa football or trying to go against Ferentz or whatever. You know, I've been told that people have accused me of I've had a vendetta against Kirk for years. That's just nonsense. When the hell have you had a vendetta? Because I wrote that because I didn't. Because, well, the last time I've been accused of that was the advisory stuff because I had the nerve to say that it wasn't a good look, the way it dissolved, and the way David Porter came It's not a good look when one of your former players said sh- you should retire and your whole staff should, get, should be gone. That's not a good look. No. And I said that. And I also wrote that David Porter was wrong to do what he did, but that was enough to parents hater. You've been out to get him ever since you got here. I mean, ever since you got here. I've been here 30 years. <laughs> you ought to get him as an assistant. No, I missed him as an assistant oh, by, two, right. by three years. I just, but it's just, that's where we are, though. Well, it's the same thing as uh, they were going through uh, up north, you know. Uh, north. If Yeah, at, uh, Todd. when uh, Oh, Todd Bromacamp. Oh. Yeah, when he was going through the, the crap, uh, you know, wanted to go to the go to the games and, you know, was bitching about it. And then, like, the Iowa, uh, not all of them, but the Iowa State fans, like, are starting to rip him. Well, the Central Iowa ones. Yeah. Well, The people in Cedar Rapids want them to cover the games. Which I would understand. Which is the weirdest thing. There's like an Iowa State tribalism. How's that similar to what we were talking about? I'm confused. Just in the fans turned on him for bitching about, you know, not being able to cover the game. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, he wants to help the team. He wants to cover the team, which is good. Now, he made it easier for them to bitch because he kept responding. Yeah. I've learned the hard way that way, too. I don't do that anymore. I mean, he perpetuated it by... Giving them more ammunition, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah. they should have been happy that an Eastern Iowa radio station. But if you say anything negative, there's a certain contingency uh, that are going to just pounce on you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's Iowa fans like that too. Yeah, the there's same fans thing. like that in every base. Yeah, but this this notion that I'm out to get Kirk and whatever—that's just nonsense. I mean, 99% of what I write is positive. You know, I mean, but when cutting. Chuck Long comes on the air and is willing to say that stuff on the air. I mean, what, what do you ignore it? Well, you, it's Chuck Long. It's Chuck yeah. Long. Yeah. If you, you don't know? ask those questions, why aren't you asking the tough questions at the news conferences? Oh, I get accused of that too. Yeah, but exactly. then when we do ask the tough questions, we're a hater. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't I win. Mean, you can't win. You know, if I guarantee, if I would have brought something up about, well, have you got your committee formed yet? Have you got the advice? Uh, uh, there's Hardy again, bringing up old new. You know, yeah, they want you to ask tough questions after you haven't asked the tough yeah. questions. But really, a lot of those people saying that don't want you to ask the tough questions. But it is what it is, and just you just. But no, I had, I was glad that Chuck came on, and I mean, I know, I I it it was intriguing what he had to say, is and 
I mean, it made for good radio, right? Isn't that what we're here for? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it was great radio. It was great radio. It got a ton of listens. And it wasn't all just that either. We didn't dwell on that many. He talked yeah. about hurling on Hayden's pants. And his grandma, <laughs> want, his grandma wanted him to quit football after one game. That was maybe my favorite part of the interview. Grandma just saying, you know, you don't yeah. have to do this. Yeah, don't do He's that. on a full-ride scholarship, and she's telling him to quit. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. <laughs> It'll come back to something I, you had I earlier. I did hurling out his pants. That's the best. Yeah, one. that is good. The <laughs> fact that Hayden got so mad and then benched him that made it even better. <laughs> I was. I did see one tweet. I remember who it was from. That did say, "Oh, it's a failed head coach. He's just bitter." So there was that one is person. Not, I mean, so. Chuck did struggle at San Diego State. Other but, than that, he, he had great success at o- Oklahoma, and people always just riding the talent. And well, whatever. Somebody has to coach yeah, him. Yeah, he was, he was the there. He won a national title yeah. as their quarterback coach. You think that's what happened to David Porter? Like Lighter Porter hurled on his pants. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, David Porter. Uh, David Porter didn't play for Lake Lighter. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Uh, who was yeah, who was the one who wouldn't play? He wouldn't that play. He wouldn't him. play. Who was good? Remember the kid was really good for a couple of the games? Oh, David Palmer. David Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. I'm sorry. That I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. David Palmer just read the uh, read the offense and said. But Hayden know, had those white flares that he used to wear. They'd kind of bill bottom out at the. <laughs> oh, the white pants were legendary. And Chuck just puked all over. I remember <laughs> it. I mean, he had red vomit all over his. And Hayden got mad, man. It was. <laughs> Imagine them going into the locker room after that game. They only they they get their asses handed to him, and he's got hurl all over. <laughs> and little do we know that would turn out to be the best quarterback in program history. You know, but yeah, there was some people on my line. Oh, yo, how did he do as a head coach? No, he struggled at San Diego State. But no, and then another guy said, "Oh, that's he's just pissed that he didn't get the job." And I did respond to this guy because we weren't. Our, I'm like, what job? There was no job. Well, he's mad that he, they didn't make him the quarterback coach. I'm like, no, he's not. There was no opening. The only opening they filled was for a tight end coach. They created that opening. They basically are taking the Ken O'Keefe job and making it the tight end job and then having Brian do what Ken and Brian used to do separate. Yeah. They're going to do all that together. The tight end now is a full-time job, whereas before it was just part of what Brian did. But well, I don't there was think no job Long to Chuck. Was to, even, he wasn't yeah. – I mean, he's – He's not applying for anything. He's not applying for anything. And, no, I'm, that wasn't it either. He just was willing to come on and and voice his frustration with how they handled it. But I thought he kept it civil. He didn't take any cheap shots or anything. He just voiced his concern. It's the best way I can put it. Well, he'll he'll be next to Ferens on one of the one of the shows they do. And they'll do and, fine. Yeah, they'll they'll do fine. fine. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think not you, gonna, No, I don't think they're gonna be wrestling or punching no. each other, but I also don't you know, I don't it's, I don't think they're best buddies either. Chuck's been gone for Years. No. He hasn't been around the football program for years. You know, so, but but he has a right to an opinion. But he does those shows. And what shows? He, sh- he shows up with Ferens on occasion. On occasion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're Chuck Long, you, you show up. You're, yeah. you're, there's going to be times where you and the current head coach are together and what have you. And they'll be fine. I mean, Kirk's got to understand that we have a right to an opinion and it doesn't always have to be just. Well, I don't know that he's got the problem with it as much as. Well, we don't know. I mean, Kirk had a problem yeah. with. Big problem with David Porter. Yeah. He made that obvious. Well, and rightfully so. I mean. Yeah, David I, overstepped his bounds, yeah. but I also say it was a bad look, the way it got dissolved. And I know I lo- people just want to fight that to the end. And I don't, you know, this narrative. No, it was a bad look. And this narrative that the committee never was dissolved, that's just false. That's not true. 
it was dissolved. It says it right there in an email. They don't have a committee right now, and that's fine. But you can't write something and then because it doesn't go over well with someone how it's received and then say you never ignore. fake news. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah. but it, but at this stage, who cares? I mean, just move on. Yeah. I still, I mean, I haven't spoken to David much lately. I still have a lot of respect for David. I know David would love to figure out a way to get his relation. We heard him say it on the radio that he still considers Kirk a friend and a mentor. But Kirk, obviously, when I asked, when I told him about that, Kirk made it sound like he wants nothing to do with David. And Kirk's supporters would say, gee, what kind of friend would go do this? And you're right. I, I mean, David just went too far. He shouldn't have done yeah. what he did. It just was not productive. It didn't work. But I also can't be telling him as a black man to perceive what happened in that meeting, in that Zoom call with those other coaches. I mean, I can't speak for his experiences. I mean, he looks at things differently than I do as a, as a white guy. You know, it's just different. Yeah, well, we always get the, uh, you know, you guys are against. Well, I did. I got uh, against the coach, against, and then they brought in Trump. How can <laughs> they say that you and Suter are against the coach? Yeah. I mean, you guys are the biggest. I, I, Mary homer. comes in here all the time from what the women's son. You guys Academy. are the biggest homer suck-ups I know closely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think Suter would like Ferentz to vomit on him, yeah. you know? <laughs> And I mean, get in on this. <laughs> they're fighting to get Here's more hurl. On each, they're <laughs> fighting to get more hurl on each other. You think Chuck Long? How could he go against uh, Morrison? Would you like to? <laughs> uh, Chuck likes Chuck, and I have the same kind of music taste. Yeah. We're, he's just a little older than I am. Yeah. But no, um, that's what I don't get. The people that write it, call into the station and bitch about you and Suter being against Barron. <laughs> I know. <what> they <laughs> that's do. just silly. But they do. But you guys are, and even Souter will acknowledge one thing. Souter's not just a blind, fealty, devoted worshiper. I mean, you don't need to be like that. You got to think for yourself. Well, I'm just disconnected with everything sports, except uh, I follow the Hawkeyes, and reluctantly the Cubs. I mean, that's 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 it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the offense is, you know. Offense isn't working. No, it's just not working. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it, I don't know a lot. And it about doesn't sports, have to be entertaining. It'd be nice if the offense was entertaining. Kirk's yeah. not being paid to entertain us, but it does need to be productive to help them win games. And they're winning a lot of games right now, in spite of their offense. But we saw in the Big Ten championship the gap between Iowa and Michigan and the best teams in the East. It was wide, and that Kentucky game. I mean, it was an interesting game. They stayed. Competitive with, you know, a pretty good Kentucky team, not a great team, but Kentucky was without eight of their starters on defense by the end of that game. So, I mean, Iowa seems to be able to get to a certain level with what they have going right now, but to me, the offense is preventing them from getting to that next level, and I think Kirk has sort of acknowledged that. Now, he's got to be careful what he says, too. It's his son. I get it. It's a unique situation. Yeah. So. I didn't get to see all the news conference. Did he kind of bristle when he was asked about Brian, or was he pretty no, cool? No, he was pretty cool. Okay. He was, he, no, there was no. Now he bristled when asked about David Porter. He was different, but no, Kirk was pretty. He was very laid back. He was typical Kirk. He was fine. There was no tension. It wasn't. It wasn't um, awkward or anything. He just um, explained his thoughts and said what I thought he was going to say, and that's really all he can say. He's not going to get up there and say, well, you know. He's not ready. The offense has sucked. You know, he's my son. I don't think he can do it, but I, I gave him a shot. You know, I got mom telling me to promote me. You know, it's, he's not going to get up there and say stuff like that. He's going to go up there and show his trust in his son. The problem is he doesn't have a lot to show for it right now. The, stat, the stats, I mean, they were 121st in total offense. We've seen their offense. I mean, we've seen countless times where the offense just doesn't produce in big games. And that's why there's a doubt with 
I would say more fans feel the way Chuck does than feel the way Kirk says publicly, don't you? Oh, yeah. I think it's probably two-thirds. Are, I think there's probably 70% of the fans are concerned and are questioning the promotion. Well, you have to be. Well, then you've got the 30% that, well, whatever Kirk says is gospel. I get that. But those people want you to think the same way they do, and that's just not going to happen. I mean, you have to question, you have to question it. Yeah. Yes. You know. And hopefully, ten wins. We got ten wins. Don't change anything. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Also got four losses and won by thirty-nine points in the championship game. Hopefully, he'll prove everybody wrong. That's what I hope. I hope, and I'm sure Chuck hopes that. I don't think Chuck Long should. Oh God, I hope Brian fails. No. No, I don't. I mean, and it didn't come across not at all whatsoever. Not at all. He just doesn't think that Brian's ready and qualified for it. Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, thanks, fellas. Um, just wanted to call off the, concerning the uh, call with Chuck Long on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the comments you've made this morning, um, you said 70-30, um, Pat, and I think it might be more 80-20 that are similar to your uh, views or Chuck's views and the staff there. And I didn't hear anything Chuck said that I didn't, that I wouldn't agree with. And the thing about both you and Chuck and your comments are it's backed by facts. Yes, uh, numbers. 121st or fourth in the country in total offense. Um, there are other facts out there that are even more damning, if you would. You know, there was, I saw one late in the season that Tyler Goodson's 40% of his runs were either no gain or a minus. Yeah, and they and haven't I, had a quarterback. You look at the... Well, they haven't had a quarterback I'm complete. Sorry. They haven't had a quarterback complete sixty percent of the passes over a season since fifteen. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. numbers that you can show where the offense is struggling. You can't dispute it. Well, the, the top four uh, receivers, wide receivers for Iowa, not the tight ends, the wide receivers, average one point six catches per game. Mm-hmm. And in the Kentucky game, Rondell Wandell Robinson caught five in the last series. Mm-hmm. So. You know, fans see that kind of thing, and then the perception becomes, and I've heard uh, Kirk say this before, and I've heard other coaches say this, that more games are lost than won, and it tends to lend itself to conservative play, don't put your defense in a bad position. Paranoid. And the results have been eight wins a season, which mm-hmm. is hard to argue against. Yeah. That's why so many of us are big Kirk Ferentz fans, but mm-hmm. you can't deny the facts and the fans that deny that I think are just, they're not being honest. Uh, it's things have to change from offensive standpoint. And, and it's obvious now Kirk has put all his chips in the middle of the table with Brian as the uh, offensive coordinator and the uh, quarterback coach. I hope it works. I hope it's uh, a, a really successful uh, promotion for him. But the bottom line is a year from now, if we're talking about an offense that's hundreds in the country, even though they won eight games or so, it's going to be a, a tough discussion because it will there be. are not many schools in the country that uh, allow an offensive coordinator to continue with the kind of numbers that Brian has produced. That That's a fair fair point. Fair, very fair thanks point. For, thanks for taking my thanks call. Thanks for the call. Yeah. And I'm with the caller. I want Brian to succeed. I mean, I – I, I, it's, it will be easier and ha- we'll all be happy. I mean, it'll be better for business, better personally. I mean, I mean, it'll just be a better circumstance here. I'm just not convinced it's going to happen. 
And there also is something, you know, you get what you earn. And there's a lot of people that don't think Brian has earned the position he's at right now. And that's something that's debatable. You know, I mean, I, I, I think there's a strong argument for that. So, I mean, but just because you say that doesn't mean you want Brian to fail. No. That's the thing we got. I'm trying to the point. I'm trying to get across. Hello. Well, I'm not a Kirk hater. Um, We're not either. I will. I will say. Uh, I think it's real dangerous, and I've always found this in business to be the case to hire friends or family. Yep. Because you put yourself in an extremely tough position. I mean, uh, how is he going to get if Brian does need to go? How is he going to get rid of him? That's... I mean, that's going to be. That's going to be a tough home to come to. You know? <laughs> yes. No. You're no. That's a fair point. That's a good point, and I think that's what everyone's wondering in the back of their mind. Yes. You know, I, I, where I work, I keep you know, the people keep wanting to do things socially and stuff like that, and I'm just like, nope, I don't do that at work. I don't socialize that way. We have essentially a clean uh, relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about offending you or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think he's in a, uh, you know, I feel kind of bad for Kurt on some levels because he's in a real tough spot now. No, well, you're right. He put himself, in he did tough put himself, spot. but I see what you're saying though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Kirk's saying to himself, man, am I, how am I going to, how am I going to make this work? It's my son. Yeah. I got to make this work. And there's probably some pressure now winning 10 games limits the amount of pressure. But they're probably not always going to win 10 games. I mean, I'm, what if they go 8-5 and five this year and the offense is the same? I think the frustration well, grows. Yeah, that, that, that is true. You know, I don't get me wrong, winning 10 games is great. However, you need to win those clutch. You need to get the Big Ten championship. Yes, I agree. That's the next step, especially when you're going into year 24 and you haven't won a Big Ten title in almost two decades. That's what's... That's the last frontier, or the that's the last level that Kirk. And you know Kirk wants that in the worst way because if they do that and the offense is good, Kirk's going to try to give Brian. The, that's ultimately what Kirk wants. He wants to hand the job, and I get that as a father. That would be such a proud moment. That's what he's working for. But a lot has to happen for that to happen. Well, yeah, the the offense has to show some spark, and they got to win. They got to win. A, I think they have yeah. to win a Big Ten title, not just a West Division. You know, this yeah. was West Division was good, but then you go and play the team in the East and get beat forty-two to three. That kind of tarnishes that a little bit. <laughs> well, good, good show, guys. Thanks. Thank you. No, he's right though. He's right. This is a tough situation when, and I, I will say, I didn't think Chuck was going to go into as much detail about nepotism, but I mean, I, I agreed with pretty much everything he says. I've never been. I guess I've been part. I, I worked for my brother-in-law's family's wholesale florist job through high school in the summers in high school and college. And the only reason I got the job was because it was my brother-in-law. So I guess I benefited from nepotism. I mean, everybody does in some ways. Well, you know, I hired Billy. Um, I hired him. Tom didn't tell me to hire him. I hired him because I knew that uh, he was a bartender and he knew how to talk to people. And I talked to him and he had an amazing sense of music. And uh, when Molly was in college... Uh, at Knox College, I would listen to her online uh, from the college station. I thought she could do it, but I had a deal with Tom. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. I had a deal. But with that's her still too. nepotism. But it, but it worked out. But still nepotism, though. Yeah, but when that guy calls up and says, "Well, you know, I mean, I don't play any favorites. I don't get involved with anybody. I don't, 
I, I'm not necessarily I sure can't. I agree with that, but that's yeah. his approach to it, whatever. Yeah. But but no, nep- I mean, I think you but nepotism with the Iowa football program is a little more profile than nepotism at KCJJ. No, not no. No, no I. Well, no, I mean it's yes. a little different. A little yeah. different. Not monster. as much money at stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah but our offense. I mean, we're pretty uh, at times. Does Molly make as much? Offensive. Does Molly make as much as Brian? <laughs> Are you paying Molly almost a million a year? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> but no, it's a different animal. and Molly could be offensive. Oh, yeah. And I get with the 80-20. Maybe it is 80-20. We won't know the breakdown. And if somebody wants to call in and say they are a complete support of everything Kirk's done and explain to us why they think Brian was the right hire, they are more than welcome to do that. I can't say that we're going to agree with what they say. But no, the decision has been made. Now you just hope that it works. Yeah. That's all. I just hope that it works. I'm done questioning it. And is, what I is it really though? I mean, we assume. Oh, it's not done. No. The, no, but we assume that. But the Kirk decision's wants, been made. Wants him, uh, Brian, to take. Oh, the it, head coach. Yes, it's obvious that he wants Brian to be the head coach. It's obvious that, and um, he's he. I believe Kirk probably thinks he's close to having that pathway set up, and the only thing preventing them, to me, I think they have to win a Big Ten title, and the offense has to be good before that's ever even considered. That would be my those would be my two requirements. And those are two pretty big requirements. Well, I'm not saying a West Division, a Big Ten title. But would it happen in one let's say it happened in, in No, I think it needs season, to I think both it, of those it, things need to happen before Kirk can just say, Gary, I want to hand Brian the job. Because people act like Kirk has way more power than he does. Kirk just can't go into the region to say, hey, my son's the head coach. I know our offense sucks, but it's done. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, um, but I think right now Kirk thinks the defense is good enough. Special teams are there. We're so close. I'm so close to be able to create a path for my son to succeed me. It would be the proudest moment in my life, but they're not there yet. They're not there yet. How many, but how many good seasons would the, it would just one? Well, they can't have any, no, it? they can't have any bad seasons. If this yeah. is going to happen three, four years down the road, they can't have any seven and sixes. They get, they can't, to me, they can't do worse than nine or 10 wins, but they have to win something significant beyond a division title. And I think they have to have a three or three year stretch where they're winning 10 games. The offense is in the top 50 or 70 to even consider that promotion. Cause I do think if they all of a sudden, like next year, Kirk tried to give Brian the job. You'd hear a lot more than Chuck Long speaking out. Oh, God, yeah. There'd be a yeah. lot of people speaking out. Yeah. A lot of prominent people. It's just not there yet. But in fairness, Kirk has not come out and said that's what he's trying to do. I mean, we're just we're guessing. We're guessing. We're trying to read his mind. But it, to me, common sense tells you that's his end game. That's his ultimate goal. And hey, I get it. It's his son. But it, it still has to work. It still has to. They got. They're not checking all the boxes to make that happen. Bill Snyder wanted his son to take over at Kansas State, and that didn't happen, and it got ugly. And Bill Snyder is, well, you heard what Chuck Long said about yeah. him. He said he's the greatest yeah. coach of all time, college coach of all time, and you could make a strong case for that. But coaches only have so much power. Head coaches, I mean, um, universities do have checks and balances and what have you, so it will be interesting to see. But, no, Kirk, has to, they have to keep climbing, and they have to win significantly for, that, for him to just hand the job to his son. There's, I don't see any other way that can happen. Yeah. Well. God, is it already nine forty-five? Yeah, that's been good. Wow. Yeah, it's been strong. Yeah, strong. Been so breaking it down. Breaking it, it down. down. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Good calls haters. and I, both those calls. We're all haters. <laughs> yeah, we're all haters. Haters. <laughs> Just change the name of the show to the haters. Dot <laughs> com. Hawk haters. <laughs> but um, 
And like I said, maybe it is eight. I will never know how. But the majority of the fans I talk to, either through social media, on the street, wherever, emails, they basically are like that one caller who said, basically, he's happy with a lot about Iowa football, but the offense is just not getting it done. And until that happens, you know, I have I question this move. Well, we only hear from the people that are pissed. I mean, that's all. I, yeah. You know, I get emails or Facebook messages from the people that are pissed. And then that's. You know, and that's with anything, but yeah, not just with the with that interview. But ninety percent of anything. my feedback has been yeah. people that liked what Chuck said, agreed yeah. with what Chuck said, but also that they hope Brian succeeds. Yeah. They're not against Brian; they just have concerns, legitimate concerns. That was the bulk of the feedback I've yeah. gotten. And I had some people, some former players, and I'm not going to name names, call me and say, "Hey, I really enjoyed that podcast with Chuck, and I agree with pretty much everything he said." And he goes, "But I'm still a hawk. I love my hawks. I hope Brian gets it done." That's what basically was a lot of the messages I got. I got uh, one uh, uh, fire Barta. <laughs> Just, you know, what the hell? What does Barta have? Well, Nothing. Well, well, they blame Barta for allowing Kirk well, to have too much power. They blame you know, Barta for allowing Kirk to hire his son and all that. People just don't like Barta. For, you know, there's a certain segment that don't like Barta. Barta's doing the job. Barta's not going anywhere. No, no. The, Barta shouldn't go anywhere. No, I agree with you, but Barta's had some issues. You can't he's just had, issues, had some major yeah, issues. But the first thing they look at is money, and he's bringing in money. But the critics will say, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, money. He's had almost $10 million in lawsuits. I understand, but yeah, and that's a. that's a, It's out there. I get feedback. I know, from, but it's an iffy. Uh, it's an iffy amount because. How much of those lawsuits did we have to cover versus insurance? Well, but still, the insurance goes up. It's going to oh, impact I, I, either way. Yeah. I mean, losing $6 million to Jane Meyer and Tracy Griesbaum was not a good look, especially since it was due to just poor management, just poor procedural practices on a daily. It could have so easily been avoided. That's what I think pisses off a lot of Iowa fans right now. You know, they don't they, like the way he handled the Gary Dolphin thing. You know, that one, though... That was a lot of pressure from beyond with the there's some of that stuff I think Gary was maybe treated a little unfairly. And some don't like the fact no, that I he, thought he was treated really unfairly. Some didn't like the fact that he didn't announce Fran's contract extension when the team was losing and the only way it got discovered was because I think it was Docterman did a freedom of information. I I see both sides on that, but um what have you. But no, they don't like Gary for lots for reasons some I think are legit and some are not. Well, it's it's a big problem what he did with like grease bomb and everything. It's a big problem for education, because uh, and I mean all levels of education. They uh, just want it gone. They don't want the person, so they don't document things, and they just say leave. You can't do it that way. Yeah, I know. But and that's, Gary also but that's did, what the, I mean. I can point to high schools around. Some are blaming Gary, too, for some of the racial stuff that happened because they were forewarned by players. They did that that internal report that said that there's major issues, and they ignored it until it was too late, until finally someone went out on public and and made all the accusations public. They had been warned about that. And people will say, well, Gary's the AD. He's the one that needed to take charge there. When he saw that stuff, and he did. That's, all, that's another example yeah. of people saying he didn't provide good leadership. He's made great coaching hires. They are making money. And th- as far as eliminating the sports, I, I do sometimes wonder why Iowa had to take such extreme action when so many other schools didn't. 
but I don't know. I mean, they they'll they can sit down and they'll show you the money figures and what have you. So I see both sides of that too. Some people blame Barta for jumping the gun way too early and eliminating those sports when he when he could have just persevered a little bit more. So I'm just trying to think of all the. Don't different... you think they wanted to eliminate those? Sports? No, I don't think they did. Um, and then other people were upset with the way he handled it. Remember, he went in and told the yeah. he had like a thirty. Well, yeah, 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 and he left. That probably sometimes Gary hurts himself with PR. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he just does. If he would just do a little better with PR, I think it would help. I mean, if I I wouldn't have had any problem with Fran McCaffrey getting a contract extension. I know they were struggling a little bit at the time, but I I wouldn't have any problem with that. And to me, that's not Fran keeping that under wraps. Gary's that's Gary's job. If Fran if Fran wanted it under wraps and Gary said no, we got to announce this. I'm you know that's maybe I just look at it like I'd rather have him than Bowlesby. Oh, I would too. God, without question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Gary's at least a nice guy. Bowlesby was a jerk. Let's we'll just have a choose between the Alford and Licklider. Oh God. <laughs> um, One of them has to come back. To is, coach. is death an option? <laughs> Alford or Lick? Can we take? All right, let's take death a break. Is always an Let's take a break and let's mole that. I mean, I, <laughs> Alford or Licklider? Alford or Licklider? What do you? Are you leaning one way right now? <laughs> Um, God, think about it. We'll take a break and we'll Because I mean, Alfred won, but he likely didn't well, he cover up some. any felonies. Alfred won some. <laughs> no, he won two Big Ten tournaments. They yeah. finished second. He, but they, over the most part, were pretty disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah, I would Alford. agree with that. He did have some decent teams. I'll give him credit. I would say that he, though, hurt the program as bad as the program was under Lick, and it was. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah. I would say he hurt the program. Yeah, he lost a lot of fans. Yes, Alford. with the Pierce stuff and just yeah. with his pompous personality. Yeah, and some of those fans haven't come back yet. So yeah, we'll mull that over, and we'll have a, okay. we'll have our answers yeah. um, when we come back. And more hate. Oh, a lot of hate. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. It's so easy. Just remember one number. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Your FTD florist. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the corridor. 
proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Valpo Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique. From their New York-style thin crust, Chicago-style deep dish, to stuffed pizza when you want it. Valpo's pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special. Either a two-topping extra-large thin crust or single Topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Falbo, South Gilbert and Iowa City, Crosspark Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at FalboBrothersPizza.com. Falbo Brothers Pizza, buy the pie or buy the slice. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done, regardless of the product. Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at supels.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Players Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Iowa City is now open for lunch at 11 a.m., seven days a week. Stop in for big specialty burgers, Tex-Mex tacos, soups, salads, and more. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features gourmet hot dogs, including the famous Iowa Dog, covered in bacon, corn relish, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has indoor and outdoor seating, plus carryout and delivery through Chomp. Daily deals and the full menu are available online at playersic.com or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. On an athletic team, you need team players, good athletes, superior equipment, 
and the best coaches available. In real estate, you need to have a good title and settlement team at your disposal. Hi, this is Steve Anderson. Whether you're buying, selling, or refinancing, you need quality title and settlement services. Consider the team at Hawkeye Title. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyok Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyok Inn has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, family-style service, and historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyok Inn is like a warm hug. Now, serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making it is going to be mostly cloudy and windy today. We're headed to 50 for a high this afternoon. The wind out of the northwest gusting to between 35 and 45 here throughout the day today. Tonight clear. The wind will slowly die down. Our low 26 tomorrow. Sunny 43 on Sunday. Sunshine even cooler. High of 41. We will bounce back to the upper 40s and 50s as we head into next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now it's 42. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Landfill will be uh, closing uh, today at 11 uh, due to the winds. Hardy just uh, uh, caused hundreds of dollars of damage. Irreparable harm. The, uh, yeah. To the microphone. I fixed it. <laughs> to this high-tech microphone? It's better. It is a high-tech it is a high tech microphone. Now you're going to plug the. Is this uh, the greatest microphone you can get? It's one of them. Okay. I mean, it seriously is. But no, it just the thing came off the. I, I knew you were going to comment spared, on it. I have spared. I have spared no. Every time it does that, he does comment on the air that the microphone yeah. came loose. Usually I can get it to go back in. The ones today. you're using tomorrow will not be as easily breakable. I got uh, these microphones, uh, brand new microphones, when we had COVID because the other microphones had like uh, 25 years of. Uh, Filth and who knows what. Yeah, yeah. And Ray, when he does yeah. his games now, he brings his own head. So we don't. Yeah. The old days, yeah. we'd have to hold those. Is he bringing off. that tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That thing. Pancake tomorrow. breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pancake breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your prep sports. Yourprepsports.com. <laughs> yeah. Break it down. So what are what am I? What are you? I think your job is to know who the coaches are because we have no clue. I mean, I'll know who some of them are, guys, but I'm not going to know who everyone is. <laughs> well, is Ray's going to be there, right? Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. Yeah, Ray and Spearhead and a Hunter. Hunter, well, be Hunter there. won't know any of the no, coaches. Hunter won't know. No, but I mean, you'll all be there. It'll be pancakes. Hopefully, I can just kind of do what Feeney used to do with these things: just stand in the background and fall once asleep. The, once that hour's up, boom, I'm out of there. <laughs> because in the old days, it was me and Richard. We'd have to interview every coach for like. And it was. And he always sounded muffled because there was a book in front of the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Is it still at West High? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
No, it's a good cause. I mean, they raise a lot of money. It's good to see the two schools come together. Three. Well, yeah, I guess three. Well, four. Wouldn't yeah. Liberty be part of it too now? Well, Liberty, I mean, uh, West, West City, City, Liberty. And then does Regina do? No, they have, they're, they're not. They, keep, keep, they got their fish fries. Keep the Catholics out? Is that yeah. kind of the attitude? Yeah, it's keep the Catholics out, we get. Okay. <laughs> well, not, not if the governor has their way. Then they get all the public money, too. <laughs> no, they, they, there's people from Regina that go to this. Yeah, thing. I mean. Yeah. Okay, well, Pancakes. I've answered my question. I would prefer Alford, if you can believe that. Wow. I mean, Alford was a dick, and I we did not like each other at all, but Licklider was a disaster as a coach, and he was a jerk in just a different way. Alford at least wore his emotions on his sleeve, and you knew what he was, an egotistical, all-about-me brat, where Licklider was just bizarre. I mean, he just never really bought into anything here, the Butler way, and burying his head and his worthless offense and the way he handled players and just – the, how aloof he was? No, I would take Alford, if you can believe that. I would take Licklider simply because... <clears throat> he was nice to you once. In the, in, yeah. the, in the hallway at Hy-Vee or something he like was, that? He said, yeah, I, he was nice to me in one of the aisles. No, he was always nice to me. Uh, but that's not why. I would take him because I just can't forgive uh, what Alford did. Uh, with Pierce? With Pierce. Yeah. I just can't forgive it. It was... Uh, it wasn't, I mean, Alford wasn't alone. Yeah, I I mean, Bob Bowlesby was. There's a no, lot of I people understand. who I understand. A lot of people who who did that with it Pierce. was just no. absolutely freaking ridiculous. Uh, you know what th- that gal went through. What your what your cousin went through. Niece, niece. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. The the uh, one uh, my I, niece never got raped. I understand that, but I mean, Thankfully. she still went through. She it, still but, went through some yeah. trauma, but she never got raped. Had yeah. she gotten raped? I doubt my brother would have turned around when I told him to turn around in Grinnell. He would have kept going. He would have told me to go to hell, and he would have kept going. Then God knows what would have happened. Thankfully, though, I mean, she was in her dorm room and what have you. But, but yeah, that was a, that was a bad situation. I guess I, I, maybe I didn't pay enough attention to that. But with Licklider, at least with Alford, there was hope of winning at times. Licklider, there was never any hope of winning. They were so far overmatched. No, it was ridiculous. He couldn't recruit. He couldn't relate. He was I was just going a to those games with with Suter, and it was ridiculous. And I'm serious when I say I'd go up to get you know popcorn or something. Oh, I know. And I'd run into people, and I we'd start talking and everything. And I'd go down, you know, back to my seat like after ten minutes, and nothing had happened. Well, Suter <laughs> stayed loyal with him to the end. I remember yeah. saying to Tom, "What do you?" I remember remember Letterman's line that the yeah. the French needed proof that Germany was. They didn't believe that Germany was trying to take over the world until the Nazi flag came right, you know, yeah. driving into. Yeah. That's because Suter, I mean, I remember him just, I'm like, God, Tom, what more proof do you need that this isn't going to work? And then finally, when all the players threatened to leave, I mean, had he stayed for a fourth year, they would have had a roster filled of walk-ons and low-level transfers that they would have had to have filled in at the very end because almost all those players were going to leave. That's why they had to get rid of him, besides the fact that he couldn't win. And they, Alfred, remember, Alfred was not going to get fired. He, Alfred bailed after Barta backed him in the corner saying, well, we, ha- we, have to, we can't take any steps back. We have to keep getting better. I think Alfred knew that they weren't going to get better under the circumstances, and he basically self-preservation, which he's all about, protect my own ass. You know, and we got so much crap when we went on the air and said he is done. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, Alfred? He, uh, no. Licklider. Oh, oh, gee, really? I was in the middle of that <laughs> nonsense. 
We had it on. I had it on uh, Great Authority, and Tom had it on different. But you guys, authority. everyone knew what was going on. The difference is, you guys said it was because he was going to be sick, and we knew that wasn't the case. No, we we said your uh, source told him he was stepping down for health reasons. No, that they yeah, that and that they was not were, the case. That's what they were going to say. That's what they were going to say. Not but they that were, he was sick. But they weren't going to say that. And we've argued yeah. about. It. I don't want to argue yeah. about it now. But yeah. we were all in Indianapolis. We knew everything that was going on. We knew exact. But nobody had anybody on the record to say it. That's why we stayed away from it. And then when you guys put out that, then it was just, then it was just a crap show. You know, I'm like, I, guys, I had nothing to do with that. You didn't. I, I worked for the Press Citizen. I had nothing to do with that report. You know, Phil Hattie's like, he's not sick, he's not ill, blah blah blah. Where's, I'm like, guys, you know, it was not. That was not a fun day. That was not a fun day being associated with you guys. Because <laughs> it's not. Everyone knew he was done. I mean, everyone. It was just a matter of trying to get it under the right circumstances with the right sources and we couldn't do anything because they weren't going to do anything off the record something that big we were not going to do anything off the record with that but no i i had never heard that he wanted he was, to fight you, i yeah but i was phil hattie i mean think yeah. i had never heard anyone of any legitimacy say that he was stepping down for health reasons. that's the only reason i disputed uh, your guys report. Well, never had anyone yeah. tell me that and it ended up not being the case, but he still did step down. Everyone, right. everyone knew he was. That's why everybody was in the office on that Monday morning after the tournament. And that's when it broke. I mean, that's when they knew that oh, he was going to. You're gonna... just a hate. You yeah. know, they're just. I mean, we got that too. Oh, you guys are haters. Yeah. You're rabble rousers. Haters for what? Crap for saying he was gone. Well, I mean, it was. It happened two days later. Yeah. Just not the way you yeah. guys said it was going to happen. Well, but. they changed their story when our story came out. They weren't going to say health reasons. But it that. wasn't health reasons, guys. No, it was it never going to be. It was never going but to be health reasons. But they were going reasons. to say that. I've been, I've been, we had it on our I, sources. My that's sources what they are going to use. I've never heard that in my sources. Yeah. I will put my sources up against your guys' sources. My sources and, can take your sources. Yeah, no, kick I mean, your sources' ass. I nobody and nobody on the beat heard what you guys were reporting. <laughs> None of us had been told that. You know, but they thought that I was part of reporting that. I had, I you, said, that I had nothing to do with that report, Phil. I worked for the press. You live by us, you die by us. But yeah, no, I had, I tried to detach. That was one time I tried to detach myself from you guys, because it was, <laughs> it, it ain't a, easy. It was just a crap storm. You know, but no, my legitimate sources never said it was going to be yeah. health reasons. Yeah. They were just trying to figure out a way to part the, the best way. I mean, he had some health issues, but he wanted to keep coaching, and um, he never agreed to that. So, but I mean, I would still probably go with Alford, but it, man, it's bad choices. And Alford, yeah, the Pierce thing was terrible. I think if Alford, my guess is Alford looks back at that now and, and I would hope so. But the problem is when the UCLA job came up, remember, he said all the wrong stuff again. Yeah. He didn't take responsibility. He blamed everybody else. He lied. And he just. They he, didn't want, media didn't want him from the beginning. The very beginning, because I watched. Those well, no, the stations. LA Times sent a reporter out here. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, and uh, Channel Five there, KTLA, said, "Well, you know, what the hell are they thinking, this guy?" And they ran down, and it was like a rap. Show. Well, what happened was though, when they hired him, he basically didn't say the right things about the Pierce thing when they hired him, and that ended up yeah. bringing dredging all that stuff back up again. And it just backfired on him. I mean, sometimes Steve's biggest problem is he just puts his foot in his mouth. He just can't leave well enough alone. His ego won't let him not say the wrong thing sometimes. He's still in Nevada, right? Yeah, they didn't have a very good year this year either. I don't think they did. But, but no, Alfred's his own worst enemy, whereas Licklider just, he was a fish out of water, just an oddball weirdo. Weirdo. <laughs> he always was nice to me. <laughs> 
He was a weirdo. <laughs> The best word That's I could... criteria. He was nice to me. <laughs> bizarre and weird. Are the is is there a difference between bizarre and weird? Because he, he was both. He would listen to us in the morning. And let's face it, guys, the product sucked. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it was awful. I mean, the product was. It was terrible. like the Iowa football offense. Yeah, and how? What you're telling me, Licklider listened to you guys every morning. He said he. Li- I don't I, believe that. That's what he told me. Yeah, but you said Whether Fry listened to you every morning. Ferentz Fry listened. did listen. There's no way Hayden Fry listened to you every morning. I don't know about every morning, but he did listen. Ferentz listens to you. All the coaches are over there listening to us right now. It's not that way, guys. I mean, I what wish. What do you think they're listening to? Not How us. is Coach Ferentz going to know what the lunch menus are? They don't listen. First of all, they're in practice, and they don't listen. I mean, I know we We're want to flatter ourselves. Five o'clock in the morning. And Hayden Fry was not listening to you guys at five in the morning. Well, they used to was, have staff meetings. Hayden was in here. I know you tell that story a million times. Well, heard it, but I think sometimes well, I'm not they, lying. About no, it. I think sometimes they say that to be nice. I don't. He knew the instance that I was talking about. But they have staff meetings. They used to work in the morning. Be- I understand that, but we're on at five in the morning. They're not meeting at five in the morning. But I don't Gable. think Hayden Fry, oh, surely, um, make sure you Gable set the alarm so we can get up at 4.30. Gable invited us out to the house. We did We did a show from there. Okay. I mean, I mean, he, they listen. So now he so listens I, every morning, too, is what I you're saying? I don't know that he listens. Well, Kathy anymore. listens. Okay. Kathy listens. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're listening now. I don't think Hayden would like uh, Anthony <laughs> calling people pussies and stuff. I think Hayden would have been down with that. No, I'm not saying – I just – you make it sound sometimes like they listen every morning. I'm not, I've never said that. I'm just saying people get up in the morning, normal people, which coaches are, and they'll turn on the radio. You know, that's what people do. Not and, everyone. Some people do, but not uh, everyone turns on the radio. Uh, most people do. You don't know that. Well, I know it from surveys. Uh, okay. I know it from... Show know, me a survey that shows Edison. most people in the, get up right away and the first thing they do is turn on the radio. I want to see a survey. Yeah, it's the Edison survey. Well, show it to me. Find it. Let me, no. I want to see it. I don't believe that. No. I just don't. I mean, most of the what people. What do you think they do? They don't get up in the goddamn morning and turn on Andy Griffith. I didn't say they did. <laughs> see, now you're getting frustrated because I'm not because completely embracing I, your narrative. Because it's my narrative is what I've I I've never read. said that anyone gets up and watches Andy Griffith first thing in the morning. I just don't believe that eight, you know, most people in this country, the first thing they do when they get up is listen to the radio. I wish it was the case. And maybe I'm wrong, but I've seen nothing to suggest that. But we need to keep talking while you're looking for it. Yeah. You find but you, you, what, you think eight out of ten people, the first thing they do when they get up in the morning is turn on the radio? Seven out of ten. I think a lot of people, well, I think especially in the 90s, before there was internet and... Well, okay, 30 years ago. Well, that's what we're talking about with Hayden Fry, right? Well, all I'm saying is, guys, the football staff used to have meetings like six and nine in the morning. I mean, right. they, I mean they worked. I mean, maybe, maybe when they were meeting, they had you guys on in the background. Maybe they did that. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, you know, those guys would go in early in the morning and work. They would have staff meetings. I mean, I remember, if I remember correctly, Hayden used to have a staff meeting like 730. I'd, I'd have to ask Don Patterson what their exact. Now we know they don't listen now because they practice in the morning. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're busy from 7 to... They're pretty much occupied... Nielsen Media Research, this is from June 29th, 2021. Uh, in 2020, 83% of Americans aged 12 and older uh, listen to terrestrial radio in any given week in the morning. Uh, that figure has dropped slightly 
from 89% in 2019. So that's saying that 9 out of 10 people, the moment they get up, they just... 8 out of 10. That the moment they get up, they just have the radio on. That's not really what that's saying. It's No, it's saying 83% of Americans listen to terrestrial radio in a given week. Okay, that's in different. The that, that's okay. I, in I, the morning. I would buy that well, in the, during the course they, of a week, but... I mean, I, all I said was I don't believe that 8 out of 10 just every morning the first thing you do is get in and lock into the radio. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, in a given week, hell, I even listen to the radio some in a given week, and I'm not a radio listener at all but outside of here. that's the morning drive period of time. Okay, th- no, that I would agree with, but yeah. that's a different saying in the course of okay. a week. How many people live in this uh, community? I don't know. You, uh, I, I, I don't know. I know. You know all that stuff. So In the county, well, what we pay the FCC for is 120. So you're telling me what 119 are listening right now? No. No, I'm saying that up to 40, uh, between 35 and 40,000 are listening. That's sometime what you've told me ever between, since I got here. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because that's what I've never disputed that. Us. But yes, yeah, yeah. sometime this week. Between, I've never disputed Okay, so if you figure that 35 to 40,000 are listening sometime between 5 and 10, then it could be conceivable that coaches are listening. They got the radio on to hear the news or it could whatever. be, but we don't know. Yeah. No. Well, I can guarantee you, though, that the coaches at Iowa aren't listening to football because they're in practice, guys. I know that now, but they're not in practice when we go on the air at 5. Okay. I know what Hayden Hayden told me. uh, I know. I don't think you're saying they're listening to the whole show. I know what. Okay. I I just find it hard to believe that one of the first things that Iowa assistant football coaches do at 5 in the morning is turn on the radio and listen to you guys. Maybe I'm wrong. If I am, great. I just find that really hard to believe. What are they going to listen to? Nothing. They're not going to listen to anything. Nobody turns on anything. Kirk gets up, brushes his teeth, takes a shower. He might not have his radio on in the background. I think that's totally feasible. I think there's a chance that the radio's on, but I don't necessarily assume it's on your station well, or i i just find that hard to believe maybe i'm the exception because i don't listen to a lot of radio you're the exception <laughs> well i mean you really are the exception well i know that i know a lot of exceptions then because yeah. i know a lot of people that just How don't do we listen know to the that radio. kirk isn't fake ackerman <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't know that yeah. <laughs> no i mean and no you've given me that forty thousand figure ever since i've been here no and i'm not disputing it now i've never seen it in print that's just you saying it but I, i'm not that, disputing it that is uh survey saying it that's that's locals love us and surveys that I am not allowed to uh, access access, but have. Hello. Hey, good morning. Well, if you know, it's possible if the offensive uh, coaches are listening, that could explain part of the offensive problem. <laughs> I doubt they're listening, but no, you're right. It could. Uh, just a joke. No, I know. What I if know. Brian listens to the show so religiously, he's not putting together game plans, and that's why the offense is mired way down where it is. Hey, that could be. I'll, I'll think, I think I'll try with lunch these, what these guys say. Brian's writing down the lunch menus yeah. instead of drawing a place. No, I know Fran doesn't listen put, to us. Fran put this on the trading table. Fran's not a radio he's listener. He's never told us. That he well, I, I, I just... never I, told us. He, I'm not... Well, I'm telling you, he yeah. doesn't listen. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... That's not a knock. He, I don't think Fran's no, a radio no, I have no... I All I know... Who's got us on is Hayden said he had us on, and I know Mary listens, and I know Licklider said he had us on. Like nonstop? No. No. I never said that. Well, that's how you phrase it. No, no I'm not saying I that say I didn't think they'd they... wake up in the morning and they'd, and they'd listen. That's what they told me. That's all I can say. And uh, uh, 
Josh Burka. Yeah. Well, I know Josh Burka listens. Yeah. So we've gone from Hayden Fry to Josh Burka. No knock on you. What's wrong? With no, Josh? Nothing. Not, nothing. But you're trying to talk about the big wigs at Iowa and how they're. Hayden Fry said he listened. I'm not going to call Hayden Fry a liar. I'm not saying he was a liar. I didn't ask. I him. thought you meant that he was saying that every day he was like Karn. No, listen, but Kathy, you know, Kathy Gable. At the time we did that, she said every day she's got it on, and when we showed up there, she had it on a clock radio in the kitchen. Okay. So that's all I'm saying. We're the best. <laughs> we ain't bad. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, yeah. no, I know that. I and... mean, we're the only thing that's, you know, seriously, it's a small town, and we're the only thing that's staffed, uh, and we have been like, I mean, we've been on at 5 every morning where the other stations start later. You know. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm, no, I'm not knocking it. I yeah. mean, and we remind. And Lick, I think Lick was a great listener. And one of the things I've told you guys with radio, <laughs> that was the biggest difference between working in newspapers and going to radio was radio. You're always bragging about how good. Not just you guys. Radio is nonstop self promotion and bragging. The fact Lick told me that. Is that he can you agree with that? That radio. I mean, not just every station. They. It's just all self promote. You have to. Well, yeah, you say yeah. you call letters all the time. Well, well that right. and how great you are. You guys aren't the only, every station. Well, I'm not saying we're, I don't think I've ever said we're great. Oh, no, the product stands for itself. Yeah. <laughs> I've never <laughs> said we're, no, you can't get me on saying we're great. No, I mean, <laughs> you're constantly reminding people how many listeners, and I, I get it. Say, That's what radio does. I'm not you, knocking that. Thank you for, for making us number one. Yes, yeah. yes, I have said that. And you're not, you're not the only station that but does I haven't that. ever said we're great. But I, uh, but I think you think we're great. No, I don't think we're great. But have every you radio listened? people listen. I listen some. I don't listen to. I don't. I'm like I said. I don't have the radio on in the morning. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I just. I mean, before I started working with you guys, I had never listened to the radio. I just never listened to morning radio before in my life. I mean, I heard Feeney talking about you guys for years, and I just never. I, and then when I started, then it kind of opened my eyes. I never really knew morning radio existed. And that's more me. I'm blaming myself, you know, for missing out on just a wonderful thing. <laughs> See, now you're going, the, I never said we were wonderful. I never thing, said you said no. we were wonderful. And I never said we were great. No. No, just number one. And <laughs> Well, that has nothing, I mean, that's listeners. It has nothing to do with what we're putting out. Have no. Have I ever said, Tommy, we're great? No. Hunter? <laughs> no, no. You'd ask any listener. I've never said we were. No, well, compared to the other stations around here, I, people listen, love a train wreck. If you look, if you look at my Facebook page, I don't even admit I own it. <laughs> I just say I work here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe all those coaches, maybe they're in practice right I now. I just and they know got, the ones that told me. They pipe us in. I, when I think Blue they pipe. I think when they're in practice, I think they've got us piped in right now. No, with the football I doubt yes. it. Loudspeakers and Kurt. You know the quarterbacks doing cadence. Quiet, quiet. I can't hear what Captain's saying. I, I'm kidding. Never. Yeah, I'm kidding. I just know what the what some coaches have told me. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure yeah. Hayden did listen to you at times, yeah. but Hayden was also known to lay it on pretty thick to, uh, to make the people around the him most feel. the most impressive one that I know listened to us wasn't a coach was uh, Van Allen yeah Dr. Van Allen because he came in here and loved the police reports yeah. 
He did the police reports. I remember he'd correct Anthony. If you, Anthony, like, go off on something in space, you'd be like, well, actually, here's how it works. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. He'd call Dr. Us, Van Allen said he so. Would, yeah, and he'd call us from his office all the freaking time. Yeah, I never had the opportunity to meet him. Yeah. Yeah, he came in one day, showed up. I couldn't believe it. You think there's people that listen to you from, like, 5 to 11 every day? Yes, uh, they're in the chat room. Fake Ackerman. That's, fake Ackerman. I find that incredible. I mean, <laughs> that's a that's quarter Ackerman. of your day. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, I do. They not have lives. No, that's a good question. <laughs> no, they don't. Fake Ackerman. So is he like retired or do we? I don't have any idea. I don't know who he is. I could not imagine doing anything for. Well, we know he's the duck. Yeah, he slipped. Oh, he's the duck too. He well, slipped. he slipped yesterday. He started doing the wrong character. <laughs> he was supposed to call us the duck, and he started, and then all of a sudden we just hear the duck. You think he was fake, Dirk? <laughs> yes, uh, I do. Yes, I think I do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So what is he like? He's the, a master of voices. He's yeah. like the rich little of he's, he is more he's, Iowa City radio. He's yeah. like rich little, except he's probably like in Solon or like Tiffin or something. Yeah, yeah he's like rich little, <laughs> rich little. And he starts like he starts at like five in the morning. John that, that's just incredible. He's like the John Vader. That's incredible though. <laughs> no, not John Vader. John um, Biner. 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 Okay. Used to be in the set. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know who John Biner is. He, he was a, a comedian. Yeah, um, he was a better. Uh, he was a better voice. I'd probably recognize him if I saw him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's incredible anymore. that you got such loyal that they're there from five to eleven every morning. That's that's mind-boggling. Yeah. Yes, I, I, we agree. That, it's mind-boggling. It's kind of. I don't want to say it's tragic. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fake Ackerman hasn't called in as much lately during our segments. No. Yeah. You, have, yeah, you're dissing him. I don't diss him near as much as you do. You cut him off and are mean to him. Well, he's kind of mean. Fake Ackerman? Oh, yeah. Not to us. He's mean to Ashley Henson. Yeah, it's still mean. Hello. But you guys love that. Hi, dog. Hi, dog. Well, when I come to in the morning, I usually turn you guys on. Just so I know that I'm not the only goofball out in the there are you I mean, okay are you going to the, are you using the restroom right now sure. <laughs> i'm not so sure oh. it sounds like he's taking a dump <laughs> hey still listening though that's yeah. five straight hours oh yeah yeah you think oh, hayden yeah. listened when he was dumping <laughs> i bet hayden listened when he was no knock it off. don't don't say that. oh we're gonna go down in the haters again oh yeah uh, oh this is harmless this is this is what yeah. we're all about nobody can I, hate this i i scream at alexa from the dumper all right okay <laughs> speaking of dumper okay okay goodbye Bye, Derek. goodbye somebody in the chat room pointed out that once fake ackerman called there was an emt call in the background so they think he's an emt <laughs> They heard Wouldn't like that dispatch. be great? They got some guy driving. Hey, listen, this and, and this is. Do you can verify? I, this. Forget, I do remember what he's talking about. Though. When we were on uh, UStream, it used to show us where they were calling from. Mm-hmm. When we go to ban, if you ban them, it show yeah, you the, yeah, the URL. Yeah, or the, the most IP places banned were the U of I Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So that would that mean UI employees? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that doesn't look good for them. Because what were you banning them for? Uh, language. And- I don't know, but when I was having my transplant, I tried to log in here, and the university's Wi-Fi 
won't let you log into our wouldn't let you log into our Ustream. Yeah. It was a blocked site, so yeah, something must have, there must have been a meeting or something. Yeah. But why would they block it if they want to listen to it? That doesn't well, they the had, bosses don't want to listen yeah, to it. They don't oh, okay. they didn't want them listening to it, but I did have to Because I tried to get in the chat room when I, I was had waiting to ban to deliver a ton and, from the U of yeah. I Foundation. No, no kidding. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. But you think dog was dumping? <laughs> no. <laughs> It sounded back, like it, back, didn't it? Back to the heart. So let's break down this no, I like the image series. Of, I like the image of Hayden dumping. He's got the radio on so loud. <laughs> no. Which you brought up. He's got the yeah. radio up so loud when he's yelling for toilet paper, surely can't hear him. How are we supposed to be excellent when you're talking about <laughs> I want to go on record right now. He never said. This is why we don't say we're the greatest. I never yeah. said that you said Hayden listened when he was dumping. That's me improvising. <laughs> That's me embellishing. But could you imagine him having like the police reports on really loud? He realizes there's no Listen, toilet paper. I didn't even believe he listened until he until he pointed that thing out that I did. About. You think Don Patterson's listening right now? I hope. I hope not. not. He's I, not. I pray to God, no. He's not. He's not. All right, back to the Hawks. How is this the same radio station that has Don Patterson on in this? I don't know. And Haluska. And Haluska. But um. There's really not a lot of hawk stuff to talk about. I mean, spring football just started. Just, when it, so the spring practice is going to be like the open practice. They're still going to do It'll, that. Yeah, they'll do. They'll end it with like that open. At least I assume that's how they're going to yeah. do it. And they're going to do, I think, three practices a week over five weeks. And like next, and then every Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to have Tuesdays. We're going to have players, and Wednesdays we're going to have three assistant coaches. So we're going to have a lot of access. We have way more access now than we used to 20, 30 years ago. It's not even close, and I appreciate that. It, and but after a while, even spring football gets a little, you know what I mean, a yeah. little repetitive. There's, there's not. I mean, you're you're playing against yourself, you know. I mean, it's um, so. But it is better than no. Back in Hayden's day, we didn't get any access during the spring hardly. We'd get one something at the beginning and then something at the end, and that was it. I Kirk is really, but you have to now in the age of the internet and everything, you have to be more accessible. And Kirk has made the program way more accessible in that regard. We're gonna get every assistant coach this spring. Next Tuesday, we have Brian. He's one of the three coaches, and that will be interesting. I'm guessing Brian will handle that all the way. Brian's a great speaker. Brian can handle the moment when he's up there at the microphone. He knows he's very good at that stuff. Ask him if he listens to us in the morning. I will. It's going to be the first question I ask. First question. <laughs> Brian, um, can you just name the days where you don't listen to KCJJ in the morning? When you were taking a dump. <laughs> Was it offensive? <laughs> So you don't like the image of that Hayden. dump could be QB one. You don't like the image of Hayden taking a dump and listening to you guys. I think there. I could see that. You know. I will never again get that image out of your head. I will never say we're number one. No, we're number two. <laughs> now I'm making myself laugh. Yeah. We're number two, and we take pride in that. Who is number two in Iowa City? If uh, you had to name one. K-Hawk. K-Hawk? K-Hawk. Z. Uh, well, Z's Cedar Rapids, isn't it? Well, but so is K-Hawk, but they come in here. I mean, rating-wise. But who's number one physically in Iowa? Number two. We're the only one here. Well, I mean, that's... Uh, There's nothing else. KXIC shows up like nine They've or got something. a building here, but they're no, not really you, here you, go, you don't go by So that. the only thing KXIC gets now are the Iowa games. The Iowa sporting events. And Cubs. Iowa. And Cubs. And Cubs. And they run that from Cedar Rapids. And then other than that, though, the building's just empty. It just kind of runs yes. on autopilot. Yes. 
there's a studio where they can record commercials if a client in Iowa City wants to come in and record. But they've got to send somebody from Cedar Rapids to open it up and come in. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. I mean, you yeah. guys have persevered. It's like us and the college stations. That's it. Okay, here's... And no, I will, low Power you, FM, I, I guess. I think it's fair to say you guys have persevered. Wouldn't you say that? Now yeah. I'm praising you. Perseverance. Would Perseverance. You, is that the word that describes this place, Captain? Yeah, Perseverance? Absolutely. Yes. Perseverance. We survive. Yeah. Gloria Gaynor. You yeah, should play Gloria. that every morning when you start the air. That should be the first song you... Well, you're right. Yeah, you don't know. We don't. You don't listen in the morning. Five, well, not at five in the morning. Okay. I turn you on uh, every morning I'm coming in because I want to know what you guys are talking about before I drive in. So okay. I do listen. DJs, locals love us, 3,600 responses. It's a lot of responses because yeah. Nielsen only does like. You know, Captain, now that I think about it, I would fit under your description because I listen to you guys three days, a, at least three days a week. I always turn you on on the mornings I'm coming in just to know what's going on. So I guess I would fit okay. under that. Number one uh, is this radio show mm -hmm. uh, uh, from 5 o'clock on. Then number two is KHAK. Number three is Z102. And those are both Cedar Rapids stations. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as far as DJs were number one, uh, Brain and Cortland, number two, For Morning who? Scramble, three. Kalox Morning Show. And uh, Tommy Lang's Midday Show is number four. Yeah. Brain, four and, the Brain and Cortland? Yeah, yeah. they're Kalox Morning Show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, as far as radio stations. Uh, I like that I show up with the morning shows. Uh, number one, uh, all day from 6A to 7P uh, is KCJJ. Number two is KZIA. Number three is Kayhawk. Number four is the Christian station Life. So you're basically saying there is no other radio station in Iowa City, really, besides you guys? Not commercial. No. Think about that. KRUI, WSUI. This town's not that small. No. No. That's kind of ridiculous. We used to have more. We had KRNA. Well, we used I to mean, have K you're, you're, KXIC. Yeah, you used to have other stations. Well, I know, but what's happened? Is it COVID? Uh, no. KRNA got all. bought by a company in Cedar Rapids, and they moved it up there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, iHeart. Same with uh, KXIC, yeah. I guess. KXIC. It's, what about WMT? They've WMT. been in Cedar Rapids forever. Yeah. They don't do uh, like they used to. They don't have a morning show? Yeah, they do. But it doesn't do well. Okay. I mean, it might do well in Cedar Rapids. Well, it doesn't even do well in Cedar Rapids proper because no. KHAK kicks ass. Well, and part yeah. of the reason you're number one is obviously the product, but you've been willing to spend money. You're willing to pay for well, staff. and where Well, you have to. Well, you, well some obviously don't. Oh, nobody's going to come up here uh, to 1630 if we're not. But what I'm saying, though, is some radio stations yeah. don't feel they have to pay, and they just go strictly automated, and yeah. it's it's. God, where do you think well, radio is going to be 20 years from now? Uh, if you were to guess this market 20 years... I don't years think that's his problem. <laughs> no, it probably won't be mine either. I mean, but what do you think 20 years from now? What do you think the market's going to be like, the radio market here, if you had to guess? Uh, I would say that somebody will be sitting at, uh, at Jim's desk with a sombrero. <laughs> I don't know. What, do you think it's going to be a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> no. It's going to be a... Uh, people have tried to... Purchase. Purchase the state. Spanish language. Yeah. Um, didn't the Catholics try to purchase yeah. it too? No. They want no. No, they wanted us to donate it. The yes. Catholics did? Yes. Bud was all in on that. Yeah. No, Bud was. <laughs> donated? I mean, this, I mean, how would you retire? Oh, it's a tax refund. What are you, are you tax? Uh, Why would they expect you to deduction. donate your life's work? I don't know, but they did. God, us Catholics. The Jewish guy. 
Donating to the Catholics. Yes. <laughs> Us Catholics are stupid sometimes, aren't we? Oh, yeah. That yeah. seems pretty, I would have been upset. I had the Southern Baptists wanting to buy it when I first went on with the transmitter. They wanted Did to they buy at least it. wanted to pay you something for it? Yes. Not much, I assume, or not, no, as, it much was, as, you, it was, not as much as you wanted. But the no, Catholics. I, I, at that time, I wasn't thinking about it. It probably But the Catholics didn't want to spend money. anything. They just wanted you to they give it. They wanted it to be donated. Wow. And not just once. I've heard from them multiple times. There is a Catholic station in Des Moines. Well, there's a Catholic station here. Is there? It's a low-power station. Yeah, they're on Iowa Avenue with a little house. Yeah. 90, uh, what is it, 92.7. A little bit of heaven at 92.7. There you go. <laughs> That's the slogan. <laughs> It is. Yeah. A lot of hell from near the well. That's our, <laughs> that should be your slogan. How about that? Because there's a well here. Get yeah. it? Yes. Why I, don't you have that I be your it. new slogan? I, yeah, I, I think it. every morning now you should start with Gloria Gaynor and have that be your... Didn't she sing I Will Survive or We yeah. Will Survive? Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. But no, it's kind of depressing. What's, I'm, I'm happy for you guys that you have a monopoly, but it's kind of depressing that... Well, you know, I mean... You don't have any competition to yeah, push you. Yeah, it is. You. I mean, you're right. You what don't have anyone to push you. Really depressing. Well, complacent. We stations and, complacent. Yeah. You're gonna get complacency. That's what you need to worry yeah, about. Yeah, that's that's what I need. Is that to what you're worried about? about? Complacency. Yeah. Fifty-eight yeah. years into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got competition, but it's up in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. You know, so but but no, I you know I the way you define it, you're right. I was wrong because I do. I would fall under the umbrella of somebody who listens because I listen at least three times a week. Well, for I mean at least... that's all I can go by. Are the it's Nielsen and Edison and uh, you know and locals love us. But I always turn you on in the mornings. I'm coming in now. In the mornings, I'm not coming in. I usually maybe have something else going on, but I always want to know what you guys are talking about before I. I usually turn you. On. I'm never up before seven. People that get up at five in the morning. Uh, thank God that's not me. Well, but and the reason we go on at five in the morning is because the hospital first shift starts. At oh, 6 I could see that. No, I could see that. Yeah, Dr. you and Gamble and uh, has it ever been Amazon. tempting to you say, you know, Jan, I'm tired of getting up. Let's we're going to start doing the morning show from seven to noon. You, have you ever? You yeah. think Didn't that the would make? want you to move to afternoon. You think that would make a big yeah. difference if you started at seven as opposed to five? You think you would lose listeners? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. That's why we go so long. Is because you're chalking up you're chalking up listeners every quarter hour. Yeah, different people come. Yeah, and I. I mean, I, the other morning shows end at nine, and we keep going mm-hmm. because we're chalking and up. Sometimes and morning. going and, and going. going. I mean, yeah. the other day I was waiting to call you after, and you were still on at like eleven twenty. Yeah. Well, it's like Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had a lot of you had a lot of police, police reports. Sports. You did have a lot of police reports. Sometimes this segment goes along. <laughs> well, Mondays, this always goes to like 11. Yeah. This thing started as an hour. This show started as an hour. I know. Yeah. Remember that? It grows like a tumor. It does. It, <laughs> there you go. It's the best description. Yeah. I'll use that from now on. No thanking you for making us number one. So who did Bob Bruce yeah. used to be on? WMT. And then so that posi- ex- those types of positions are eliminated, right? Like the job he had? Yeah. There's Not nobody- really. I mean, because uh, Doug Wagner does that. Basically, that kind I mean, of a show now in the morning. Guy, yeah. But that's about it. Well, Bruce was, Bruce was on in the afternoon, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't on in the morning. Uh-uh. No, so yeah, in that sense, they've scaled back. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what he does now. I have no idea what he does now. I think he's he, a consultant or something. Yeah, he went somewhere. He went to He's still in radio? He was in Waterloo for a while. 
Cruz. I don't know where he went. Because, no, he used to do an afternoon show from like 3 to 6, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. And I always gave him credit when he went on the air drunk. Drunk, yep, I remember that. Because he was great. The Northwestern game. He was great drunk. He was that great. That was the best. We lost at home to Northwestern. <laughs> and he got drunk. And he was at uh, Solon, that restaurant in Solon that they were doing the shows yeah. from, and he was hammered. Is that the one he used to do with Eric Thigpen? Yeah, because you, you, yeah. <laughs> Tommy calls me up. And I'm going, I'm not listening. And then I just turned it on for a second, and I go, wow, he is so drunk. And he was great. Yeah. Did he, he cuss? He was great drunk. A little bit. But not enough I, to get in trouble? No. Well, he got in trouble for being drunk. Oh, you know that for a fact? I, I, yeah. They, now, they? see, he told me that he actually got compliments from his boss on that because he thought it was really good. I uh, I saw him at a barbecue at Justin Roberts' house. Okay, so now we have very different. Uh, so you're saying? Well, I'm telling you what he again. That's what he told oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're well, saying he got punished for it? I heard from. Uh, well, he didn't do it the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was great, Bob Bruce. God, that's a I'm name. Not for the even pack. finding him on. I remember I was in the parking lot of of uh, tailgaters in Coralville. I was with Jamie Oberg, and I'm like, hold on, I gotta call my boss. This is great. What was he saying? <laughs> He was like, I can't believe we lost the Northwestern. <laughs> how do you lose the Northwestern? I don't know how you lose to Northwestern. Well, yeah. think about it. They and, lost and, a and lot to Northwestern. And he stumbled on WMT. He kept stumbling. <laughs> Six, uh, uh, 600. <laughs> it's 600. Think about it's how many. It, th- it is. It's 600. Think about how many times <laughs> they've lost to Northwestern since that radio show. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. But he kept questioning the dial position of WFT. Remember? It's 600, isn't it? (laughs) Hello? If you believe his Twitter account, he's up here in Minnesota in Hutchinson. I think that's where he was originally from. I could be wrong. Is he he doing radio? General manager at KDUZ Carp and KGLB and mornings on Carp. Oh, okay, A-R-D. good. So he's he's still yeah. doing radio. Yeah. I, that's good to hear. Wasn't WKRP Carp? Well, Wasn't that their mascot? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hutchinson. <laughs> I've never, never been heard there. Of Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Is it better than Worthington? Hutchinson makes Mount Vernon look big. How about uh, Worthington? Worthington is where they used to take the Northwest Review and get it printed. I drove uh, up there. Worthington, Minnesota. Worthington. It was not worthy no. of my attention. Yeah. It was no, bleak. You know work in Worthington. You know Mace, what do you expect do from the Iowa softball game today? <laughs> Wind? Who? It's meteorologist. The Iowa softball team. Yeah, it's going to be windy. The baseball and softball teams are playing at home today. Big Ten home opener against Wisconsin. Want to break but, down some weather with Mace. It's going to be 41 and windy. Sounds good. Sure it is. <laughs> no, you said it was going to be 50 today, right, Captain? Today's 50 warmer. 50 today. Near no, this, 50. This weekend's going to be unfortunately cold. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't looked. When's Twins okay opening day? If you say so. I like the fact that we're telling the weatherman how the weather's going to be. <laughs> yes, well, he doesn't wake up every morning and immediately turn on the weather. <laughs> well, I do, but I'm not looking at Iowa City why are, necessarily. Why I are you listening? three articles in the country. I took care of one in the Northeast where they're having snow and ice in Maine. I took care of fire weather in the plains. Uh, record highs in the West. Then why do you get up in Minneapolis? Next week. Why do you get up in Minneapolis and listen to us every morning? Um, I don't know. I, I don't listen to this hour and a half. He's saying he doesn't I listen to Hawk Fanatic. for the police reports, but of course it's still ongoing. No. He's not a fan of Hawk Fanatic is what he's saying. Well, he's not 
he's from Minnesota. Why would he care about Iowa football? Oh, I know. I agree. Yeah. I'm surprised he's listening right now. It's just like, you know, why would Tommy and, you know, watch me on TV? Why would Pat watch me on TV? Only Captain does that. Because ah, I'm Captain's friend, I listen to his station, and he watches yeah. me on TV. I watch him on TV. Oh, that's no, that's nice. special. Yeah, that's that nice. Good. Friends. Friends. When yeah. is the Twins' home opener? Uh, April 7th. Nice. Not excited about baseball at all. At all. That's yeah, me. you're as excited about baseball as I am about Hawkeye football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not overly excited about that right now either. I mean, it's spring. <laughs> you know, I mean... Okay, Hawkeye softball, then. <laughs> Again. <laughs> you got Hawkeye baseball, too. They Who's pl- the Twins coach? I couldn't tell you. Who is the I Twins mean, manager? Who is uh, their manager? Rocco Bobelli. Okay. Okay. Do you think he uh, gets up in the morning and... Turns on KCJJ right away? When he's in the uh, dumper. <laughs> <laughs> God, you've made May silent. <laughs> <laughs> No, he wanted to know if you think the Twins. I I don't know if he's ever even been in Iowa. No. Well, if you ever get a chance. He played in Iowa when he was playing for the Rays. I can tell you that May started listening 10 minutes ago because he thought the police reports might be on. Well, they could be on. It's 1040. Yeah, I know. And we haven't. Have we talked anything Hawkeye related in the last hour? Yeah, we talked about Hayden. (laughs) Hayden taking a dump. That's not. I don't really think that's Hawkeye related. Well. You brought it up. I did. I'm You're not saying I didn't. Guy. I didn't. I am 100% guilty. <laughs> guilty of it. Why don't you call up Carp Captain and talk to Bob Bruce? Since he's the GM, he's probably there. You know, you, know, you should do. try to get him on sometime on your morning show. But Just make, ask about that game, that coverage. That North But North ask him game. if it wouldn't be an inconvenience to be drunk before you get him on. <laughs> because I remember Bob when he was in, when I was in college. He was in Grand Forks in Fargo. Okay. And he took over calling fighting suit games for a while, and that didn't go over well with the fans. Where'd you go to college? To about to Grand Forks, oh, okay. North Dakota. Okay, okay. So you, do you, and the are contract you... shifted from one company to the next, and they got rid of the play-by-play guy, who's still doing it now, but for those three to four years when the contract changed, I don't remember from what media company it went to the other. Now okay. it's iHeart and Learfield, of course. But so as a North... When it switched from the one to the other, they gave him the play-by-play gig. Didn't go well. Fans didn't uh, really like that. So do you hate North Dakota State as a North Dakota graduate? Is that how it works? I'm not. not it, I, I don't follow them. I don't have any but there's not much of a huge follow. rivalry between the two schools. There is if you're up there, but you know I'm I'm 20 plus years removed. Okay. North Dakota State won the national championship again in football last year, and their quarterback was from Solon, Cam Miller. See, the, the, the the thing with North Dakota State, and North Dakota, they they barely overlap in their big sports. You know, North Dakota State doesn't have hockey, UND hockey everything and north dakota state of course is football und's football is it's okay. okay it's not horrible is it right yeah but it's just not at the same level well no i mean who is i mean north dakota state doesn't have hockey no no wow i find that don't you yeah, find that surprises that, me too that surprises me huh interesting and then when it gets to you know they they, they both have the other sports basketball but north dakota state doesn't really have a i don't even know if they have a they might have basketball, but it might be like D3. Well, I know North UNC Dakota does because that's where Nebraska played. No, I think they, they have a it's, – it's lower-level Division One basketball, North Dakota State, just like North Dakota. Um, Iowa is one of the Iowa starting players. Philippe Nebraska played his first three years at North Dakota before transferring here as a grad student. North Dakota's basketball team is not bad. 
Yeah, it's it's just not. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just not the same level of rivalry that you guys have with Iowa. Oh no, no, I understand. Is that. North Dakota still alive in the uh, hockey tournament? No, don't even get started. Okay, I was like, that's no. Yeah. They played like s yesterday. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't bring that up because I knew. I, I didn't legitimately didn't. Oh know. no, yeah, they got knocked out. They By got who? Knocked out. Uh-huh. Let me guess, Bemidji okay. State. No, no, Bemidji State didn't make that. Okay, I was just throwing a name out there. I just uh, Michigan. Our, it was Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Okay. Is Michigan still Notre alive? Notre Dame lost in overtime, three to two. But they had, you know, they had penalty shot. They had multiple chances they could have won, and it was just not. They not didn't to play be. Well. That's too bad. All right. Well, thank you, Mace. Yeah, thanks, Mace. Sure, glad glad to help anytime. <laughs> yeah. Call Bob Bruce, Captain. I would love to hear that. You should that. try to get him on the. Uh, hell, we should try to get him on Hawk Fanatics. No, you should ask him this, about uh, doing those games. I got. I think I got this email from uh, uh, Jamie Pollard, uh, who says I am in the restroom right now listening to. Wow, you. we couldn't even get him to come on. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Um, they told me that if Jamie wanted to, if he was interested in coming on, that they would get back to me in crickets. Never heard back from him. I reached out to him. I still would like to have Jamie on. I mean, yeah. you know, Jamie is, you know, he's, he's got cancer, and it sounds like it's going okay. I haven't heard anything yeah, to I say otherwise. I haven't heard anything bad. And I, th- I think he would be a good, I think yeah. you would, you and him would hit it off. Jamie likes to, you've seen him. He likes to, I'm not saying he likes to get under people's skin, but he likes to tease Iowa fans. The billboards. Oh, no. He's the guy where if he's your AD, he's the best in the world. But if he's not, yeah, you hate him. Perfect description. He's different than Barta. Barta's not even on Twitter. Jamie Pollard's on Twitter, and he's controversial on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, he'll say stuff to get uh, to rile people up. Gary Barta's not even on Twitter, so it's a completely different Oh, dynamic. could you imagine that? Oh, God. <laughs> you imagine Barta just getting attacked Locking by everybody? I could not imagine Barta being on Twitter, no. just like I couldn't imagine Kirk being on Twitter. You know, Brian Ferentz used to be a lot more vocal on Twitter, but he's since he's become the coordinator, he's really toned it down. Yeah. Brian used to like to go a little bit. Yeah, he kind of stirred some things up, he I remember. He would stir some things up, but my guess is Kirk said, hey, the higher you move up, yeah. the more control. Yeah. And that makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I mean that you would even tell that to some of your people. I mean, the more power you get, the more you have to kind of watch yourself. He had to. He had to stop me from. Uh, yeah, I had to talk Steve down from doing something. Putting a tweet out. Putting under a tweet Casey, out about under KCJJ. What we, who are you going to rip? <laughs> the uh, ISU fans. What were you going to rip them for? Well, they were attacking uh, Todd. Todd. Oh, for that, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that I just didn't. I just did not get that. Well, they also used that as an excuse to attack Iowa for not winning in the tournament yeah. too, because yeah. Iowa State's in the Sweet Sixteen again. They were using that as it's the it's, but yeah, that's that's social media. I mean, it, there's nothing you can really do about it. Well, so Tommy, you talked him out of it. Yeah, right? I didn't think that it was good for the. It station would have been better accounts. to do it under your own, probably his own Twitter. Account. That's what oh, I told yeah. him. No, I've got uh, relatives, relatives who could might see yeah. him calling Iowa State fans a bunch of dicks. <laughs> oh, you won't do it on your personal one, but you'll do it on your business. That's account. what I said. Good <laughs> lord, I'm with Tommy on. I this. said, yeah. So all of us get dragged <laughs> okay. into it. But at least you listened to him, right? He did. Listen you to listened. Him. He did. There you go. You'll listen. I can learn. You can learn. You can live and learn. <laughs> my, that probably wouldn't have been the smartest thing to do. No. My previous boss, the KRNA, I had to talk him out of uh, photocopying his ass and faxing it to Q103. That wouldn't have been good either. <laughs> no. Unless um, your boss was Beyonce. And then he bought Q103. Was Beyonce your boss? <laughs> no, Rob Norton. Oh, okay. No. Then he owned Z, now it's Z102.9, and he was Todd's old boss. Okay. No, I've been in Captain's, Captain's good friend. Yeah. But we don't need to see his ass. No. I've seen it. 
Actually, oh. I've seen it too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's? Norton's? Norton's. Yeah, I've seen Oh, no, it. I thought maybe you should, I knew yeah. you hadn't seen Beyonce, so I figured it was, it was either Beyonce's or Rob Norton's. I was guessing Rob Norton's. Well, Todd was brought into the conversation. I've never seen it. Do you his. understand that uh, almost uh, 33% of the people waking up in the morning have imagined Rob's <laughs> Some of us didn't need to imagine. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need any imagine. Incident with a hot tub at one of his parties that I won't get into. <sighs> I will now get I'm into kinda, where I saw it. Now I'm kind of creeped out and gross. <laughs> out. It's a combination of being creepy and gross. Hey, have a wonderful. Jeez. Get hot fanatic. It's free. 